how, how long do you want to? How long are you gonna go here? <laughs> a long time. We've done a lot of technical shit. We've put a lot of thought into stuff. So you're not, you're basically you're not just you don't just live your life to be comic relief. Yeah. And we'll just boil it down to that. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Fameless Last Words. This is Mike. Greg. Mike, Greg. 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 Mike. Mike. (laughs) So, uh, I wanted to ask Greg about uh, an experience uh, that he had talking about projects, some big projects on the old multi-units back in the day. And uh, there's a project, (laughs) something he had to deal with. There's a little bit of an unexpected twist that I always found funny. Uh, so I'd, I'd like to have you talk a little bit about your expansion into the attic of your house uh, so that you could put uh, a, an office up there. I think it was an office, and the, and of course the boys were re- really little, so it might have been a, a yeah. playroom office scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Now, this, this was something that um, with all the projects that we did and screwed up and got right and figured out along the way, this was a big one. This was a big job because it was an addition and it involved taking the roof off in places. And, right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So I think what you're leading up to is that this is one of the stories, one of the few stories where I decided that I was not going to man up and do it myself. Right. I'm going to get a professional. This is legitimate. My house is like, 30 feet high sitting on top of like a six or seven foot, like very steep embankment, you know, off the right, road. Right. Right. And, uh, so it's, it's just, it's towering up there. Yeah. I mean, stories. it had an, it had like a, a legit attic. It was a yeah. three story yeah, it's built 1910 and, giant yeah. farmhouse, literally three full stories. I would love to say I am to take care of this and it, but it clearly was something that needed to be mature about, sure. right? Yeah. You, so you screw that up and the house is you're done. The house so you, falls on itself. You find you found a a, a builder. Yeah, down the street. Builder. Yeah, down the yeah. street. The GC lived right down the street from me, and you know I'd pass his house when I went to get an apple fritter and coffee in the summertime every you know every morning, and we'd start talking one day, and I'd say, hey, hey you know, just come take a look at this, and what do you think? He looked at it, and sure enough, he's like, yeah, dude, this isn't something you know Joe homeowner, you know, with a hammer and a and a handsaw is going to take care right. of. Right. Yeah. You definitely want to need to know what you're doing. Yeah. So he gave me a quote. And I didn't get any other quotes, so I don't know why it mattered. <laughs> you know, but he came up and we sketched out the whole, the way it's all going to look. We did everything, you know, all that stuff and um, everything you'd expect. And so, I, you know, I'm, once we see how it's all done and all the orders, everything's all the orders going in, I'm, you know, I talked to Rachel. I'm like, I'm really happy that we were mature about this and, and we brought someone in professional to do it. I guess flash forward to the day of when, uh, you know, we're going to actually add this I mean, it's a huge beam it's an lvl so it's wood not an i-beam but it's a giant wooden beam it was it was sure. just it yeah. was huge and they needed they needed to get a special crane to come up because it was so high off the road they you know it was a big deal and they're going to bring it in through this one little front window in the attic and yeah get it like in a that way. gable end window in the front peak exactly yeah exactly yeah. so it should be really theoretically easy for a professional right they have the machinery and everything there lift this giant beam off the flatbed truck push it in through the window you know jack it all in place and whatever you do from there so i go to work i'm not worried about it and this is what this guy does and he calls me and says we have a problem greg and my concept was i'm gonna go i don't have a problem you have a problem you're the gc right and he's like no we're we're uh you need to come and fix this and you know call us when you're done because we're done 
and he walked off the off the site. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I, I'll get there after work. He's like, No, I, you need to come home now. And this is before you know significant cell phones, right? Where you're right, taking right. pictures and sharing yeah. through text and stuff. And he's like, No, the beam, I can't, I can't, can't get any further. You've got a center chimney. Should have figured that out ahead of time. <laughs> right. so I show up. He's gone. The boom truck is gone. I've got a 30 foot beam sticking out of the, like a, a peak window right. in my attic, <laughs> Just, right? 50,000 feet above the road. And it is hanging over the road. And it's only about five feet of it is sticking inside the house just, just by its own weight, holding into the ceiling. And sure enough, we have a center chimney where the beam's supposed to go. He didn't contemplate that because he's a rock star, <laughs> right? So I, I'm like, I mean, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. So I'm like, tell my kid, my wife, get the kids out of the house again, right? So they're all out of the house. And, and I, I'm like, Dun, 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 I'm storming over to GC Joe's house. I'm like, what, what the hell are you doing? He's like, dude, there's a center chimney. I'm like, I saw that. You're a GC. We walked the house inside, outside. Right, you gave me a quote there, for, the, for the job. Right, we did measurements. I mean, how do you measure a straight line when you have to go around a chimney? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, dude, what can I tell you? It's not going up until the chimney's gone. Great. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. So what are my options here? I've got this beam. I can't get out. And if I get it out, I push it out, it's going to break something, kill somebody one way or the other, right? So that's not an option. Well, and you own it. And I own it, right? And so I'm like, oh, my God. So Beam, get LVL for sale. (laughs) You you pick it up. You know, so I just, I don't know, I just thought, all right, screw it. He goes, well, you got to move that chimney. It's not being used, is it? I'm like, yeah, it's being used. It's It's the freaking chimney for my natural gas furnace. This is both apartments. Right, sure. Yeah, so I just I go to Rachel's, and, and Rachel's always the voice of reason, and I never listen to her. And uh, she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I'm going to go move the chimney." She's like, "Greg, you can't move a chimney. I'm like, it's summertime. We don't need the furnaces. We're fine. I'll figure it out." Yeah, she's like, "Greg," and and <laughs> I got some. T- looked at the whole thing. Went up on the roof, and with a with a sledgehammer and a screwdriver, and started taking the chimney down brick by brick and throwing the <laughs> bricks. Over into the across the driveway into the you know the other yard. Yeah. Yep. So um, dusk <laughs> comes around and I've gotten down past the roof line and now I'm in the attic and I'm chugging away. The beam starts moving. I'm like, oh no! So I try tying that off. I'm thinking I'm doing a great job. I'm using like might as well have been twine. The thing must weigh hundreds of pounds. Oh. Doesn't matter. But so it's just God takes care of fools and drunks. I wasn't drunk, but I was absolutely a fool. So anyway, I take the chimney down to the floor in the attic. I'm pissed. I'm bloody. I'm so sore from throwing bricks all this way for God knows how many hours. And then opening windows and throwing bricks out the window, right? In the right, attic. right. So I get this thing done. I storm over to, to a GC Joe's house and pound on his door. He's not answering. Pound on his door. Hey, GC Joe, <laughs> the fucking chimney is gone. Fix it. Get rid of the beam. Oh, a little late for that. The beam is hanging over the road. I'm going to call the police now and tell them that you have left it that way. And I've hired you to do this job. You're endangering my neighbors. Fix the goddamn beam. Well, you know, so he was, I'll tie it off. And we'll get to it tomorrow. So he comes over and he has a proper job. Theoretically speaking of tying right, this beam. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, it safe. That's, yeah so he, and he does. And he goes and freaking does whatever he's supposed to do. And the beam's there. Just pissed me off. <laughs> hired a professional. <laughs> well, I, I hired get a professional. The, get the <laughs> and I still end up tearing down a, a, a in-use furnace. <laughs> a chimney. chimney. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. You can't win. Well, 
the good news is it it ultimately got done and and uh that you had a you had a nice addition and a nice nice attic space i remember (laughs) came out well After that renovation, though, some venting was eliminated. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, if you'll remember, I wasn't that stupid. I realized that we don't, the furnaces were just for hot water. They were not for domestic water. We had water sure. heaters. Yeah. So we literally turned the furnaces off. Right. Turned them off. Right. So that, that wasn't needed. Summertime, we didn't need that chimney vent. And I forgot. <laughs> 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 and it starts getting cold. And I need to turn the furnaces on, <laughs> but there's no vent. So uh, I decide to call my good friend Mike, and we're going to figure this out. Call the call the HVAC guy. He's like, I'm not freaking touching that. No chance in hell. Well, how, what would you do? Like, could you theoretically just gravity, right? That would work. Well, you need a power vent. How much of those? Ooh. No, I'm not doing that. I just spent spent all my money on a, a beam, <laughs> on a beam, and, <laughs> and an addition and a attic office space. Yeah, just ridiculous. So yeah, sure, you, sure enough. Yeah, so you had done some research on, uh, you know, on how to how to vent this uh, these furnaces. Yes, and uh, took some liberties. Took some liberties. Made some made some assessments and and some interpretations, and uh, carried the one. That's and, right. Uh, <laughs> I ended, what I ended up doing, and it's and it's by the way, do not do this at home. It's wrong, and people can die. I learned that afterwards. No one died. <laughs> no one died. <laughs> didn't learn it the hard way. <laughs> didn't learn it the hard way. Um, so I, I, it was the furnaces are right near the window in the ba- in the basement. basement, and they're natural gas. And uh, you mm-hmm. might have said that, but uh, so they they need need to vent obviously oh, somewhere yeah. they need to exhaust out they're not going up through the chimney anymore and so you're going to take advantage of that short run to the window to, to right. run run some duct work basically for a vent right and that's so it's just again there's no power vent going up the chimney and there was a run that was longer going to the actual chimney vent going up the, than it was going to the window i'm like all right no big deal i'll i'll just vented out the window and I checked it need to be 18 inches from this and three feet away from that. And so, you know, pushed yeah. off the house. And so, you know, I want to go over cautious and I want to go and, and make sure that nothing's going to be hot. I mean, it's just freaking, it's not, not even heat, but so I decide I'm going to go out, I'm going to oversize everything. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I buy, um, you know, the, the wood stove, the wood stove chimneys, the insulated wood stove chimneys. Right, the, the part that passes through a roof or a wall or... Right, yeah. right. And, yeah. and any exposed, I think any exposed vent from a wood stove has to be this like insulated, double-walled sure. yeah. vent pipe, right? Yeah. So yeah. that, you know, so you don't, you don't touch it and burn yourself and kids don't do that and government needs to make sure that we don't hurt ourselves. And actually, as much as I'd like, like to be uh, sarcastic about that, it's probably good they did because I would obviously hurt myself. I built it with that. Or should I say we built it with <laughs> right. that. And, uh, you know, so. I, <laughs> I remember coming over. I don't know. Because we had had our, our boiler replaced and it was nat- with natural gas. We had natural gas as right. well. But our vent line that, like you said, was power vented. So meaning Three there's inches. a fan in there. It was like a three-inch pipe. Yes. So I come to your house, 
and there's like an eight inch or ten inch or whatever eight <laughs> it's inch a wood, wood stove, stove double walled, <laughs> <laughs> and you've got all the all the parts and the joints and the elbows, and you're screwing it together with you know. Uh, sheet metal screws. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you and I were doing that. We're putting together all the cement all over all the things and then take that metal tape and taping around. Can't have any leaks. Yeah, we got to yeah. be safe. Yeah. And so the end result of that whole thing was I was pretty happy with it. I put carbon, you know, carbon monoxide, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, two, two of them downstairs, the CO vent, whatever, yeah. Yeah. right down in the basement to make sure that we didn't make anything wrong, <clears throat> but one right over the, over the furnaces. So, you know, if anything comes out, that's going to go off. And yeah. um, so I felt pretty comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, you're thinking everything's taped and sealed and cemented. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good to go. And uh, you've overused. Over-engineered kinda, it. Over-engineered it from a three-inch line to a 10-inch line. Well, yeah, the thing sticking out of the side of your house, you know, you'd cut out, cut out, taken the glass out of your basement window and kind of right. cut in and put a board, you know, a piece of wood in and, and run the the vent out through there this giant pipe sticking out of the side of your house looked like a cannon it, it looked did. like a cannon Coming sticking out. out the side of your house <laughs> it really and did. every time i drove over to your place and pulled into your driveway i felt like i was going to get broadsided by friggin' horatio <laughs> hornblower you know <laughs> it is so true it was ridiculous it looked like that too. like big 12 pounder yeah. <laughs> you know, sticking <laughs> out of the it did it looked like a giant cannon coming out of the house yeah you know that i will say that so <laughs> it's just stupid so sure enough like and, and nothing ever happened i had it yeah you never but, had any issues with it and i and i think rachel had a nickname or you guys had a nickname for it too, yeah the cat cannon the, the cat or the <laughs> yeah the cat catcher or the cat can <laughs> something like that because it, <laughs> Yeah, I think he, you you were convinced that some was living in there. Some critter would crawl down down in there. Yeah, our tenants, there's no cap on it. There, no, it was, there wasn't no. a cap. There wasn't a fence. I was literally a ten inch or eight inch hole going into my furnace. But yeah, the uh, the neighbor the, the tenant's cat used to curl up right in the front edge because it was warm in the wintertime. Sure. Right? Just, yeah, and you know it's all carbon carbon dioxide monoxide carbon sunlight. Yeah, it's just water vapor <laughs> coming out of the, the natural gas. That's right. Yeah. Oh my lord. So yeah, it was the cat cannon. But yeah, it wasn't. We, so that we went one year, right, into the next summer, and uh, someone came down for something. I forget some one another nightmare in the basement, and oh, water heater. They need nothing yeah. happened. No, no story there. They just you know the guy came down. He had yeah, to, it's just time to replace it. Time to replace a water yeah. heater. He looked at it, and he comes and he comes running upstairs, and Ra- just Rachel's there, and he's he's like, he called his boss. He's talking, looking for Rachel, finds her. He evacuates the first floor. He evacuates the second floor. He made sure, I mean, he's going to make sure no there one's there. There was no there. story there, but it became a story. <laughs> and she calls me. She's like, what's going on? We're being condemned. Like, what are you talking about? The, the guy for the natural gas company said that we're killing people. I'm like, we're not killing any. What are you, what? So, it's been like this for two it's years. It's been like this forever. <laughs> <laughs> the, the machines that I put, the, uh, the oxide things never went off. We, we even test them nothing nope nope i said did he go downstairs and test the air he's like yeah was it bad he's like no it wasn't bad but he just says the way you've done this is completely ass backwards completely wrong and people are gonna die I'm like but he tested the air and it's fine yeah and the furnace was running and it's fine well no we'll turn the furnace on let him test the air he won't do it he's scared fine so i i, I come home and that's then that's you know 
the obvious conversation, like, I don't know, that's definitely not right. So I can't really make a big stink about it. Well, sir, I didn't realize how this whole thing happened. Mm. (laughs) You know, what should I do? You need a power vent on this thing and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not going to, you know, blah, blah, fine. Did you, uh, I I feel like what you, you ended up making it all right eventually. And when you took it apart that day, when you, you had it taken apart, there was like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wiffle balls and <laughs> there were like, there was ken and barbie were hanging out down there in the bottom of it we had croquet balls in there apparently you weren't the only one who thought it was a cannon you know the kids downstairs were shoving like you know projectile balls in there oh my god oh yeah no i i could totally see your boys i mean being really little at the time oh, yeah. thinking that's a great thing to play around and we can make stuff disappear <laughs> and climbed in it how stupid yeah. was that they literally could have climbed <laughs> sure. into that oh my god <laughs> Ugh. Croquet balls. If it's illegal to have done this and there's a statute of limitations, this is a lie. Can anyone listen? It's all, it's all satire. <laughs> it's all satire. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, cat cannon. Well, it got made right. It did. It was made made right. And, and nobody uh, and no, no one died. And nobody died. That's all that's all you can ask for. <laughs> <laughs> was it successful? Was there a death? Who knows? Nope. So you finally decide to hire a professional and you have this major ordeal getting this beam into the house because of a massive oversight on, on the builder's part that you have this center chimney. You end up tearing the whole thing down, but after all of that effort and, and turmoil, it gets done, right? The right. attic gets done, the addition gets done. And then... You know, time goes by, and and you've explained how you <laughs> had to had to fix the chimney solution. You know, with uh, to vent your your furnaces, and yep. and uh, so you build out the the cat cannon. The cat, <laughs> the cat cannon catcher. gets built. <laughs> yeah, so it was foreshadowing. Venting was foreshadowing, right? So, um, so it was like that was late summer. We we did the addition. We had uh, the cat cannon gets created. Before it gets cold, maybe late October, you know, we realize to turn the furnaces on. And, oh, so we had the cat cannon built. So it's probably January, you know, January thaw. Yeah. Right. right. We, I think we got through the holidays. Everything's fine. It looks great. Everything's working fine. And I, I will say I was sitting back like, I'm so glad that I actually got GC Joe, you know, and didn't do it myself. And it was a lot of screwed up stuff, but all in all, it worked. It got done, and the the space was great. It was a kind of a it was a cool um, office space yeah. again up on the third floor. And, kids loved and it. The up kids there. loved it up there, and it was it was definitely much needed room um, yes. on the, on that third floor. And then, of course, you had your addition, um, you the know, extra off, living room. off the extra living room. Yeah, over the um, over what was a I think a side porch for the That's first right. floor and the first floor tenants. So you essentially built on top of that. So it kind of mirrored what they had. And yeah, we just built yeah. two. Two por- basically two enormous living rooms stacked. Yeah, you know, right, but that made right. that that roof extremely large. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of ironic. So then, um, yeah, we get through the holidays. We're home. Everything seems okay. And I hear I'm laying in bed one night, and I hear <sighs> drip, 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 drip. <laughs> no. drip. I'm like, all right, no more shit. No more turd basements. No more water. What the hell's going on? So I 
get up, go into our new addition, and the ceiling is all over the floor. Water is pouring out of the ceiling. The hallway, as I'm standing in the in the living room, the hallway, it falls. That drywall. So the Water drywall is dripping. coming down. Drywall is coming down. Insulation is, is coming down. Everything's it's just horrible. soaked. Brand new carpeting. Everything soaked. Yeah, it's not. It's a, not that old. I mean, it's you know what, eight months, eight months or so of maybe. You know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the first thing I'm like, damn it, the roof is leaking. Then it dawns on me, no, this is the second floor, not the third where the roof is. <laughs> oh shit, we burst pipes. Oh, the furnace isn't working. So I run downstairs. Didn't didn't look at the at the gauge. Didn't feel the the baseboards. But I run all the way downstairs. Go into the basement. There's no poop. There's no water. Well, and you also didn't. From what I remember, you didn't have plumbing that ran no overhead. None <laughs> for so, the third floor space. But anyway, the only thing I'm thinking, though, right? Yeah, sure. Where's this water coming from? That's coming. a logical thing to think. So I run yeah. downstairs, and and lo and behold, the basement. For the first time in months, is fine. The furnaces are cranking <laughs> away; they're happy, and I don't know what's going on. So I'm standing there, and then I just get this feeling of impending doom when I realize that there, what you just said, there's no water pipes running through the ceilings of my second floor. Oh no! There's no third floor bathroom. There's yeah. Right. So I run back upstairs, take a deep breath because I don't want to go to the third floor. I walk up the stairs, nothing, no problems. I don't understand. So I call the insurance company. The next morning they send, uh, I don't know, ABC, we save you from water damage company. And uh, the guy looks at me and he's like, all right, going in, explain it. And he's like, Jesus Christ, man. And he gets to the third floor, pulls back all the walls, all the drywall from the ceilings, all the insulate, the, the, you know, the foam insulate, everything. Anyway, he just basically says, yeah, um, did you do this yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I, I hired a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I hired GC Joe. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And he's like, well, that's really interesting because GC Joe didn't cut a ridge vent. Oh, so no. all the moisture that's been in your house from showers to humidifiers to everything. Yeah, just regular humidity. Right. Four bathrooms. Yeah. Right? yeah. Four showers in this building. All the humidity in the entire house, all these months, have been going to the attic, and it's freezing outside. So when the humidity hits the ceiling on the roof, yeah, it freezes. Freezes. Yep. He he showed me ice hanging from my roof in a sheet on every single in between every in between truss, all the rafters, yeah, yeah, all the rafters, yeah, yeah, and and it just drip, 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 and it's just sliding down to right, the knee that wall. January thaw. Boom. You're Yep. Your ice is melting. I couldn't. Dan, it's raining in the house. It's raining had, in my house. You had no <sighs> ventilation. You had nothing. Cold roof deck. Yep. So it just so I got flooding in the basement. I've got flooding in the attic. <laughs> I got flooding in the sidewalls. <laughs> I mean, water was my nemesis. But yeah, he uh it took a long time. They ripped everything out, everything down, dried the whole house out. Insurance paid for everything. Great yep. insurance. Yep. And they came back and they quote unquote did it right, which required two power vents in the in the ceiling, plus ridge vents being cut. Plus, sure. I mean, it was just what a freaking nightmare. But that was it. That was the you know what the, the sad thing is when it's all said and done. I'm sitting there in the chair months later. Now it's this next summer, and now everything's done. My wife and I are out in the outside watching the kids play in their little kiddie pool and all this stuff. And it dawns on me. I looked at her. I'm like, you know, 
I could have fucked that up myself and saved $40,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hired a professional. And uh, I, I think, you know, when you told the story, you, you said something about, I didn't get any other quotes, so I don't know why it mattered. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I don't know. We all we learn our lessons, but uh, I think you also said to me that you, you carry that with you today when it comes to um, want, wanting to hire somebody else. Yes, I do. Every now, So you'd think that I did it right the first time. Finally, now, still to this day, whenever I think about it, I think long and hard, do I really want to hire GC Joe or his cousin or nephew right. or buddy? Because I can fuck it up myself pretty goddamn Sure, well. yeah, yeah, and I can come and help. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we can prove and we're good at that. Yeah, so that's where we are. Awesome. Well, that does it for another episode of Fameless Last Words. Thank you all for your patience. <laughs> Mike is being ridiculous across from me. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'd love it if you'd subscribe. And uh, just because it's fun. Yeah, that's that's right, Greg. We, uh, we really appreciate... Uh, you know the support and the feedback so far and uh we're having a great time so we will continue to uh tell these stories we're enjoying these podcast nights and uh we'll catch you next time see you next week hey everybody thank you for listening to fameless last words if you like what you just heard please consider sharing this podcast with your friends and be sure to subscribe or follow us so that you can catch new episodes as they're released each week. Need to contact Greg and Mike or have a question about an episode? Send us an email at famelesslastwords at gmail.com. Fameless Last Words is recorded and produced by Mike Foley and Greg Thompson. Greg and Mike hope you had a good laugh and have a great day.